Hey folks, this is Kevin. On this week's episode of Risk, you'll hear Jen Curcio. And the only place that was there was an Applebee's. And so we go in, we were holding hands and like everybody like shifted to the other side of the room as if they were gonna like become gay <laughs> being near us. That and more. But first, on January 16th, Risk is in LA. On January 19th, Marie Faustin, Tony Hale, Carrie Kenny Silver, and Dulce Sloan are the all-star cast for Risk at San Francisco Sketchfest. Then, on January 21st, our curated social event, What's Your Story, is there in San Francisco. And on January 25th, Risk is back in New York. Tickets are always at risk-show.com slash live. We'll be right back. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Folks, if you like good old-fashioned true crime mysteries, if you like stories where you feel like you're a detective finding clues, June's Journey is the name of this new game that you can play on your iPhone or your Android. You are uncovering the mystery of June's sister's murder. It's this well-to-do family in the 1920s living in a great Gatsby-like mansion. Each scene uncovers new aspects of the story. Some parts are in New York. Some parts are in Paris. There's all kinds of objects you're finding and trying to assess whether they're meaningful or not. You collect information, filling out your own photo album, and you're keeping track of all the characters. There's romance. There's scandalous family secrets. It feels like a really fun play or movie. And I've only made it through like five scenes, but I am told you could crack the case. All you need is an internet connection and downloading on iOS or Android. So discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Now here's the show. 
Hello, folks. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison. This is Skin Shape behind me now. And we're calling this week's episode Mistaken, an essential ingredient for so many stories, misjudgments, missteps, mistakes. In a little bit, we're going to hear from Jen Curcio. But before that, a story from Joseph Santiago. This one was produced and recorded at a Capital Storytelling show in 2019. Look them up at capitalstorytelling.com. And here's Joseph now with a story we call Abuela con Gatos. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm a recent transplant from um, Orlando, Florida to Sacramento, and um, very typical um, Puerto Rican from, from Orlando. Uh, I grew up in a large family, and um, everything in my family was a lot of twos. My mom and dad were together a lot, my brother and sister were together a lot, and my grandma and I were together a lot. We were very, very close with each other. My grandma really taught me to not take life seriously and to laugh and to just have fun. Um, she spent 30 years working in a hospital, and so she uh, cleaned the craziest situations and, you know, blood-stained sheets, and she's like, you know what, they live and they die, what are you gonna do about that? But that's some sound logic, Grandma. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that she did taught me was she loved to play pranks on me. She would hide behind doors and just pop out of nowhere and, and scare the shit out of me, or... <laughs> One of my favorite things that I remember, she would, we, we lived on a two-story uh, house, and she would grab a pillow, and she would grab a couple shoes, and she would throw them down the stairs and scream like bloody murder. <laughs> and me and my siblings would be on the couch like, holy shit, Grandma just fell down the stairs. Oh, my God. And she's like, ah, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Grandma, you are dark-sided. <laughs> But I loved it, and I loved every moment of her. And one of the first uh, pranks that she ever pulled on me was I was hanging out um, in her apartment one day, and she beckoned me over. We were just, you know, I was skipping school. We were watching Prices Right and some novellas. I was like eight years old. And she's like, ven acá, mijito, come here. And I was like, oh, God, Grandma wants me. She's like, she's like give me a hug. And I was like, OK. So I go over and I give her a hug, and she whispers in my ear, she's stroking my hair, and she's just like, guess what? And I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, sure, I'm gonna have more siblings, this is awesome. <laughs> and then she leans over and she's just like, with cats. And I was like, dope, awesome, still siblings. And this just happened to be around the same time that we were doing um, family trees in our, in our elementary school. <laughs> so I remember, you know, that same week, we're doing our rough drafts for our family trees. And 
you know, little Timmy and Ashley, they're just like, oh, this is mom, dad, me, and my brother. Done. And I was just like, not today. <laughs> I'm going in. So <laughs> I make mine. I'm just like, okay, this is Titi Yeti, Leti, Neti, Bobby, Usibea. Like, everybody's on here. Great uncles, great, great parents. Everybody's on there. And I get to my grandma's picture, because we're all drawing little pictures for everybody. And I draw a big stomach. And I put a cat in her stomach, because I'm not going to leave anybody out. And so I march over to the teacher, and I'm just like, here you go. This is my rough draft. And she's like, cool. And so I get it back later that day, and, and it's like, great job, awesome. And I look it over, look it over, and then she has a big red circle around the cat with a question mark, like, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, man, I'm thinking this over. I go back home that day, and I'm just like, what? is going on here? I don't understand why she's circling shit. And so it dawns on me, and I'm just like, okay, I know what to do. And I raid my sister's um, desk, and she happens to have, if anybody's here, grew up in the 90s, she has a big drawer full of Lisa Frank stickers, which are just like, when you look at your dog, but you're on acid, and they're just like, wow. <laughs> And there's rainbows and butterflies everywhere. It's really cool. I love them. And so I'm like, okay, dope. So the next day, you know, we're presenting our final drafts of our, of our family trees to everybody. And so I'm up there. I must have had some help because, like, it was at least six construction papers worth of family. <laughs> And so I'm here, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is my great-grandparents. This is my mom and dad and me. And I get to my grandma. I'm like, this is grandma, and these are my cats. These are my sibling cats. And there's like 17 Lisa Frank cat stickers on them. And like all the other kids are just like dying laughing. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I'm just like, Woo, I'm going to have cat siblings. And I look over. <laughs> my teacher is just like head down, just like, oh, these dumbass kids. <laughs> So I, I triumphantly leave the classroom, and I get into, it's the end of the day, I get to my, my mom's car, my mom is driving, and my grandma's in the front seat, and I'm in the back seat, and I'm just like, Mom, you won't believe, and I tell her the whole story. And my mom is darting eyes at my grandma, like, I fucking know what you did. <laughs> my grandma's trying hard not to laugh. It was amazing, and it was the first prank she ever pulled on me. Um, much later, much later in my life, um, in 2017, my grandmother um, you know, was much older. She had just reached her 89th birthday, and she had suffered a stroke. And at this time, the stroke she had really debilitated her where she had to go to hospice. And she was starting to forget how to speak English. Even though her whole life she was bilingual, you kind of revert back to what you know, and she was just pretty much speaking in Spanish at this time. So I went back home. I was living in New York at the time, and I went back home to Orlando to celebrate Thanksgiving. And we made an amazing feast of Benin and all these wonderful Puerto Rican dishes and coquito, which is like Puerto Rican hard eggnog. Look it up, it's so delicious. <laughs> And we went, um, we brought everything and we went to grandma. We had Thanksgiving with grandma at the hospice care. We were all enjoying our feast. And, you know, I've always been self-conscious about my Spanish because it's not great, but, you know, I, 
this was the end soon, and I, and I started to feel that but with Grandma. So um, as we were hanging out there, I, I went up to her, and I was just like, hey, Grandma, ¿eres embarazada con las gatas? Like, Are you pregnant with the cats? <laughs> and very softly, with a lot of effort, she just said, meow. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. 
Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. We're back. This is Lake Street Drive behind me now. And before the break, we heard the song Grandma by the legendary Love Apple. When the group was asked why they called themselves Love Apple, they said, well, because a love apple is a tomato. But obviously, we didn't want to be called tomato. But we didn't want to call the song Grandma So Taj Easton spiced up that love apple a little bit with some kitty cat sounds, so obviously we call it Grand Meow. And all those mewling love apples followed that story by Joseph Santiago, who you can find on Instagram at jsan591. Well, folks, I can finally reveal to you what happened to us at the end of 2023. I didn't want to bring it up while we were trying to celebrate the holidays and the end of a year. The Apple Corporation once again sent terrible shockwaves throughout the entire podcasting industry by deciding for the third time in the 15 years that Risk has existed, that they're changing the way they count podcast downloads. So once again, everyone's download numbers are hugely diminished and advertisers are confused and skittish and trying to get their bearings and the long and short of it is this year is starting out rougher than any month last year was (laughs) it's 
just, it's just, I don't know what to say. I really don't. So that is why we need your support over at patreon.com slash risk. One of our Patreon patrons, Stephanie Halberg, recently sent us this note with their donation. She said, thank you for making me kinder and for the snort laughs. <laughs> thank you, Stephanie. And for our Patreon supporters, we have a new bonus story as usual every week. This one is from Adam Newman, and it sounds a little bit like this. Joe must have told her my situation because she goes, so I've never taken anybody's virginity before. And I can't even take credit for what I said because I, I was so drunk, but I went, uh, you're about to. And still don't know if that's the coolest or lamest thing a virgin has ever said. And there's plenty more where that came from at patreon.com slash risk. So please, please, please join us there. We pretty desperately need all the help we can get to keep risk running. And if you want to make a one-time donation, that's at paypal.me slash risk show. Next up, we're going to hear from Jen Curcio with a story she told at risk in LA in August of last year. Here's Jen now with a story we call Eclipsers. Look at one mistake, I'll make In 2017, I was in therapy because I had been in a bad relationship and I needed to learn how to like fortify myself, you know, enforce boundaries, all that good stuff. And despite all of my therapist's stark warnings to stay away from Tinder, I went straight on Tinder. <laughs> And the first woman who showed any interest in me was Kelly. And I, because I was also in improv class at this time, I was saying yes and to everything. <laughs> and Kelly was like, fine, you know, she was like the peanut butter jelly sandwich. I hate to say that, but she was. Like she was, she had a corporate job. She dressed very corporate. And like, I wasn't that interested in her, but she was like, hey, I really like you. I want to take you on a second date that's going to blow your mind. And I was like, yes. And my therapist is gonna be pissed, but what, where is it? Like, what are we doing? And she was like, I wanna take you on a once in a lifetime journey to see this total eclipse of the sun. And I was like, holy shit, let's go. So that Saturday morning we woke up and we packed my Honda Fit. We had uh, two sleeping bags, a tent, two gallons of water and a bag of pretzels. That's it, <laughs> nothing else. We had no hotels booked, we had nothing. And we got in the car and we were so excited and we started driving up and the first stop was Anderson's for pea soup. And if you're from Southern California, you, you probably maybe know that. 
I don't know. Um, so we get our pea soup. It's delicious. We, we like eat. It's a good time. We take photos. We get back in the car. And she busts out a New York Times. And it was 36 questions to make you fall in love. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if this is one of them, but she was like, what's the worst trauma you've ever had? <laughs> and I was like, is that really in there? But I was driving, so I couldn't look. And so I told her. <laughs> and she, I was like, what's yours? And she told me hers. And I was like, is that real? <laughs> and so like, I didn't fall in love with her, but I was like, we're getting to know each other now. This is great. And so we, we you know, kept going, and we were getting hungry at this point. So we're like in the ass crack of California. There was like dirt to the left of us, dirt to the right of us. And we were like, let's stop and get food. And the only place that was there was an Applebee's. And so we go in, and like, we were holding hands, and like everybody like shifted to the other side of the room as if they were gonna like become gay <laughs> being near us. And like nobody would serve us. And we were like, okay, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm a white woman. I came out like four years before this in Los Angeles. So, like, I never felt prejudice until this moment. And I was like, wow, like, this is like a big life moment. And I'm sharing it with Kelly. And I was like, is this love? <laughs> so finally, uh, a waitress comes over and she's like, I don't care what you guys do in your spare time, I'll serve you. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. So we get our chicken fingers, we eat and we get back in the car and I'm like, wow, like this was a big moment. Like I felt prejudice and like she shared it with me. We are like holding hands, this is wild. So we like continue up and we find a, um, like we're like in Sacramento at this point and we find a, a campsite and we just go up and we're like, hey, do you have any spots open? And they're like, yeah, come on in. Everybody's welcome here. And like after the Applebee's, we're like, yeah. So we get there and, uh, like, it was a family-owned business, and this woman wasn't just the grandmother. She was the grandmother of <laughs> the whole campsite. Like, she knew everybody. She was like, I've been here my entire life. Come to my RV for dinner. We're having Chipotle. And I was like, yes! I was, like, never so excited for Chipotle. So I was like, yes, I'm going to meet people. So, like, we go over there, and she has this dog named Satan. Because <laughs> her whole thing was, who's a good boy? Satan's a good boy. And I was like, what a delight. Like, this is my grandmother now. I love her. We had a great time. And it totally, like, cleared out the, like, whole, like, Applebee's homophobia thing. And we get back in the car the next day, and uh, we, like, continued up to our, our, like, ultimate destination, the path of totality, where, like, this, this, the whole eclipse was happening. So uh, we, we get up there, and I, we, like, it's, like, dusk. It's Oregon. And we pull into a national park, and I get to the park ranger station, and to my incredible shock, there was an Irish park ranger. <laughs> I honestly thought you had to be American for that. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I know that sounds messed up. <laughs> but it, like, shocked the shit out of me that she was Irish. <laughs> and it made it, like, 20,000 times creepier. It was like fog was rolling in, it was getting dark, and she said, I'm not gonna do the accent, but she was like, I'm so sorry, we don't have any more spaces left, but if you're feeling brave, you can sleep by the cemetery. <laughs> and
And I was like, that sounds spooky. I love spooky stuff. I'll go. And she's like, bring a torch. There's ghosts. And I was like, yeah. So we like drive down to there and we like park the car next to the cemetery. And at this point, like even more fog is rolling in. It's getting darker. So we get our flashlights out and we make our way through the cemetery to the town. And there's only one restaurant and Applebee's. <laughs> but this time they weren't prejudiced because we were gay. They were prejudiced because we were eclipsers. And I get it because there were like, it was like jam packed with other eclipsers. And I know they were eclipsers because they were wearing NASA t-shirts or Star Trek t-shirts. And they all had telescopes with them in the Applebee's. And I was like, you don't need that here. But they had it and I get it. These people had every right to be pissed at us. We were eclipsers thrown through. So we eat another round of chicken fingers and we go back to the car and uh, we spent the night like just curled up. We, we had sex in the back of my Honda Fit. Thank you. And I was like, I'm feeling it. Like, I'm feeling this. Like, I think Kelly and I have something going on here. Like, maybe something's really going to happen. So we fall asleep in each other's arms in the back of the fit. And the next day, we wake up bright and early. The eclipse is going to happen at 11 a.m. So we, she surprises me with two six-packs of Bud Light. Exactly. <laughs> but we take them, and we find a boulder. And I'm terrified of heights, but we climb up this boulder and we're like ready for the eclipse and we, we got our, our glasses on to see it. And it's amazing. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like all of a sudden it got like, it went from like a bright sunny day to like royal blue to like navy blue to just total darkness. And it was beautiful. Like all the birds and the animals stopped. And even though there was like a thousand people around us, they all just like got quiet. And we were all like sharing this moment together like we are right now. Just kidding. And uh, <laughs> it was beautiful. And it was like truly the most amazing thing. It was like, a, like this big black disc like went in front of the sun and this, there were like these like electric blue like swirls, like solar flares coming off this black disc in the middle of the sky. And there's no photo or video that ever does it justice. And I was eclipse drunk. And I was like really, really feeling it in this deeply emotional moment. And Kelly and I kissed, and then she said, we should get married. And I was like, yes. Let's go. I saw a church back there through the cemetery. We're doing this. This was such a beautiful moment that we shared together. We're getting married. So we climb off that boulder after the eclipse. And at this point, like after hiking through the cemetery to get to this church, I'm sobering up and I'm freaking the fuck out. Like everything that I've talked about in therapy is crystal clear. <laughs> and I'm like, Dr. Mitchell's right. I am impulsive and I need to stop. <laughs> And I'm freaking out, but I don't want to say anything to Kelly because I don't want to upset her. And I'm like, that's another thing I need to work on. I need to just tell people when I'm upset. But I'm like, no, we're just going to see what happens. And so we're walking up to the church and I'm sweating and I'm an atheist, but I start <laughs> praying to God. And I say, God, please, I promise you, if you, if this church is closed, I will go to therapy every week. I'll go to therapy twice a week if I have to. I'll pay the copay twice. I don't care. And we get up to the door and I'm shaking and I'm sweating and Kelly reaches for the knob 
and it just jingles. It doesn't open. And I thank God that that door was locked. And then we look at the church sign and it says closed for the eclipse. And I was like, thank God this is not happening. I want to tell you this. We did not get married. (laughs) We only dated on and off for like six months. But you better believe I went to therapy every single week. This is Jenna Bell covering Soundgarden behind me now. And we just heard from Jen Curcio, who you can find on Instagram at Spooky Bitch Jen. Folks, don't forget Dulce Sloan of The Daily Show, Tony Hale of Veep and Arrested Development, Carrie Kenny Silver of Reno 911 and The State and Marie Faustin of Broad City will be telling amazing true stories when Risk is in San Francisco on January 19th. And on January 21st, we'll be doing What's Your Story? right there in San Francisco, a curated social event where I guide everyone who attends in sharing stories in small groups and pairs, a great way to meet people. Tickets are at risk-show.com slash live. We'll be right back. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. We're back. Folks, on Thursday, we revisit one of the most powerful, one of the most unforgettable, 
risk stories of all time. It was a landmark story that changed everything for us back in 2012. It's Life Worth Living by Nancy Sullivan. And afterward, a therapist named Cindy Nielsen is going to discuss the story with Nancy right here in the nowadays. But that's Thursday. And folks, today's the day. Take a risk. Black hole sun, won't you come? 